Welcome to the Peace of Me podcast. This is your space for all things peace, positivity, and finding balance to live your best life. Life gets busy and at times it's messy. I'm here to help you clean things up and put peace back in its place. I'll share tips, ideas, interviews, mindset shifts, and fresh perspectives to help you along the way. If you've been listening to this show for some time, then you've heard me talk about how much I love my iced coffee. I drink it year-round and rotate the creamer flavors to keep it fun. In the summer, I would switch between coconut cream and French vanilla, but now that we're shifting seasons, I'll pull cinnamon roll and pumpkin spice out of the archives and into the mix. Once my iced coffee is just the way I like it, I'll add a java sock sleeve to keep it colder for longer. Think coffee koozie. These sleeves keep my cup from sweating and making a total mess. Plus, java socks add a touch of your personality to your cup. Because I love iced coffee so much, I want to give a handful of lucky listeners a free coffee on me. I've partnered with Java Sock to include a pink tie-dye coffee sock with this giveaway. I love the color combination. The pink tie-dye is giving total Barbie vibes. To see the sock, get the contest rules, and for your chance to win, head on over to the Piece of Me podcast Instagram page. I'll also link my Instagram page in the show notes of this episode below so you can have a chance to get a coffee on me. Hi friends, it's Lexi Lee. Welcome to season two. I am so excited to be back with you on the podcast. It's been a while and I've really missed connecting with all of you on this platform. So let me just say hi. It's good to be back. And uh, let me just start by saying thank you. A lot of you have shown um, tremendous support to the podcast in so many different ways, um, from sharing episodes with friends or subscribing to the podcast, however you listen, uh, for your positive reviews, for your messages that I still get about what episodes have helped you. I love getting those messages, by the way. And for the comments that you leave on different episodes, I get to see all of that. So just thank you for being here and thank you for all of your support. Uh, Many of you support this podcast in so many different ways, and it's just nice to know um, that you are appreciating the content. So I'm glad you're here. And you know what happens when you create a podcast episode? You kind of create... Uh, something that, you know, once it's released, it goes into the dark space of the internet and you just don't really know what happens or who's on the other side. So when I hear from you or I read your comments or I get your messages, they really do mean a lot to me. So if you would like to uh, support this podcast in return, if you haven't already done so, then just hit the follow button on the top of this podcast page and that just lets me know that you're out there. So Anyway, uh, this show has now reached 12 countries around the world. Yep, 12, which is pretty darn cool. So if you are new here, welcome. And if you are not new, then welcome back. And thank you so much for coming back. Now, this episode could easily be called Self-Care September because the topics that we're going to chat about can all be kind of weaved together to support you through a new month and a shift in season. So in this episode, we're going to talk about returning to routine and what I call an easy yes or a heavy no, delegating duties. It can be a little bit easier than you think. And my favorite, which is, and this is not going to be the last time that we talk about this, but building in breaks. 
Uh, we're also going to just touch on what happened to my TikTok account and a little bit about my summer recap. Now, before I share a little bit about my summer, I do want to update you on a few housekeeping items because we haven't really connected here in quite some time. So the Peace of Me podcast does have a new website. It is peaceofmepodcast.com. That's peaceofmepodcast.com. And I designed the website to offer all the podcast platforms in one place and the Peace of Me podcast Instagram link, a link to the YouTube channel, and also as a way for you to connect with me. So if you want to be a guest on the show, if you think you have something that would be a great fit for the podcast, feel free to reach out. Or if you'd like me to be a guest on your podcast, that is a wonderful way to get a hold of me. Now, episodes that come out on the podcast are also uploaded to the Peace of Me podcast YouTube channel so that you can listen while you're at work or school through your computer. Now, uh, that's that's kind of all the good stuff. But you don't have to memorize that website or any of the links. All of my social links are listed in the podcast description. They are all there for you, so including the Instagram page. Uh, and uh, also in the show notes, there's usually um, further ways to connect with me. So no need to memorize. Just take a look at the show description and you will find the website, the Instagram, the YouTube, and all the good stuff. All right. So let's get into some of the other stuff that we're here to talk about. So you might have listened to a couple of um, very short episodes that came out over the summer, but beside beside those kind of quick popping on the podcast episodes, I took a little bit of a summer digital detox. So I had taken a break from releasing new episodes because I was busy behind the scenes recording new ones here for season two. And if you're wondering what you can expect here in season two, you can expect new guests, fresh topics, longer episodes, and those free Coffee Fridays that you heard in the beginning of this episode, to name a few things that are coming your way. So we're going to have some fun here. Now, episodes will still come out each Monday morning for your school, your work, your gym, or your walking commutes. Now, I am recording this episode towards the end of summer, and uh, the weather has been, uh, it's been a little bit weird this summer for sure. I do have my window open, so you may or may not hear the birds in the background, but uh, it's kind of a nice way to get some fresh air in here, and it's starting already to feel like fall. All right, so let's talk about summer. Now, how was your summer? How are you feeling? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling tired, anxious, recharged, rested? Now, I mentioned the last episode that I did in June. And uh, I mentioned some of those other shorter episodes that released over the summer. But the last episode I did in June was basically the last long episode I did before uh, my summer digital detox. And I shared a few things in that episode on what was on my summer bucket list. Now, some of those things were to just get outside and enjoy the summer weather, um, taking a couple weeks off from my full-time job to just really decompress and enjoy this summer window. Um, and then to finish some books that I had started because I had a pile and it's that pile is just getting bigger and bigger. Um, I also had shared that I had a very busy July planned and uh, yeah, that I had a lot of things going on. So the question is, did I do all those things? Well, the answer is yes and no. So just to kind of recap you on my summer uh, my July was really about balancing and August was more about relaxing. 
Now, I did have some vacation time in early July, which was a staycation. I stayed home. I stayed local. And honestly, it was everything. It was everything that I needed. And I'll share a little bit more about this in a few minutes. But I mentioned in that episode in July that I had family and friends that were visiting from all over. So I had friends and family coming in from Nebraska, Maryland, Florida, Colorado, and Texas. And then on top of that, not related to those things, was a huge family reunion that was planned. So it was all great to see friends, the family, do the reunion. It was awesome. But it was also really hectic, if I'm being honest with you. Now, I actually had to go as far as to create a second calendar that basically lived on my fridge for the entire summer um, that highlighted everybody's visits because some of those visits were overlapping and there was just a lot going on. So to keep everything straight, I had two different calendars, one of all the appointments and all the things going on and the second one of all the visits in July. Plus with my full-time job and all my work travels, it was just busy. Now, August has been a different kind of busy, but I did do something that I hadn't planned on, and it's really because July was just so busy that I knew I needed to take a little bit of a break. So I decided to take a few days off in early August to stay at an Airbnb just to recharge my batteries. It was only a four-day trip, but it turned out to be such a great getaway. I had invited some of my old school, grade school girlfriends down for a day and we just enjoyed the pool. We had snacks and drinks and we just caught up on life. And you're actually going to hear an episode with them coming up here in a few weeks on the podcast. So I'm very excited to share that one. It was really, uh, it was a lot of fun, but I also did a lot of journaling and I just recharged. I was really hoping to finish some of those books that I mentioned, But instead of doing that, I wound up adding another one into the mix. So now I just have all these unfinished books lying around. And maybe that's just how I read now. I don't know. Maybe that's just what happens when you get older and you've got a lot of things on your plate. But maybe it's also a sign that I need to uh, get rid of some of these books or uh, just stop adding them into the mix. So uh, yeah, I didn't get to everything I wanted to this summer, but I did do some other things. Uh, I did mention that pool rental. So earlier in June, when I talked about my summer bucket list, I mentioned this app that is really about how you can rent somebody's pool by the hour. And I know that's weird and bizarre, especially if you haven't done it. Although I now have a friend who rents out her own pool. And um, I know it's like a crazy concept. And I kind of thought, wow, that's going to feel kind of uncomfortable being in somebody's backyard, I guess. But then I kind of realized, is it really any different than going to a community pool or a town pool or the pool in your apartment complex? Again, I don't really know. I guess everyone is going to take this different, but I did try. So I did reserve um, some pool time with two different homes and both of the homeowners canceled on me. Yeah, it was nothing that I did, but... um, One of the homeowners had an issue with their pool filter and they canceled my reservation. And then the other one uh, didn't even mean to have their house listed on the site and took it down. So I guess that wasn't meant to be either. Now, um, if you're still like, okay, these are some interesting plans for the summer, you'd be right. (laughs) It was good though. My time uh, with, uh, with my friends and at the Airbnb, it was just, it was great. I will share a little bit more about the July staycation too. But I also wanted to tell you a little bit about what happened with my TikTok account. Now, I created a TikTok account for the Peace of Me podcast maybe a couple of months ago, and um, 
I, you know, it was interesting. I didn't think I'd ever be on TikTok, but for the podcast, I thought, well, what a great way to uh, make some more friends here and uh, connect people on this platform. So I was always uploading clips of these episodes to the TikTok account, along with some other things like journal prompts and um, things to help you with when it comes to toxic people and removing them from your life and just different kind of content to support you. And uh, what happened was I was at a dinner with some of my coworkers, and one of my colleagues uh, shared with me that her husband works in cyber safety with the government. Now, we started talking about social media, and TikTok came up. Now, you might feel some type of way about this, but uh, I had mentioned that I had created a page for the Peace of Me podcast, and she's not the first person to tell this to me, but she said having a TikTok account was very dangerous. Now, again, if you have an account, you do your thing, you do what's best for you. But what I could tell you is I noticed that every time I would post on TikTok, I would always get some really strange web activity, like weird web activity on my website. And then I noticed the timing was always very similar. So when I would post on TikTok, I would have this really crazy web activity. So I kind of thought she might be onto something. And then a very close friend of mine had her social media accounts hacked, and it was a nightmare. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to delete this because I am all about the peace of my life and uh, not having any drama or um, you know, having, having the craziness of having to deal with that. So I decided then at the dinner, unplanned, unexpectedly, just to delete the, uh, the TikTok account. So if you were following the Peace of Me podcast on TikTok, my apologies. I might be back. You never know. But I guess that really is an example of a true digital detox. Now, let's talk a little bit more about summer before we transition into these other topics here. So if you're listening to the show in the United States, you might remember the crazy humidity that we had this summer, like all summer, especially the first half of summer. It was just, it was hot and humid. Now, because of that, I didn't spend as much time outside as I would have normally liked to uh, because it was just uncomfortable. But I did keep up with my my normal self-care, which I always recommend to everybody listening, uh, because I really do believe that self-care is not selfish at all. Uh, it's just something that we all need. So I kept up with exercise, take my vitamins, my journaling, which I talk so much about and could not recommend enough, and just taking the time to recharge when I needed to. And uh, I really took some breaks this summer, which we're going to get into in this episode, And the summer really helped me realize just how important built-in breaks are for my self-care, and we're really going to dive into this and how you can do the same thing. All right, let's talk about the shift into the different season, into a new month, and really what comes with that is returning to routine. Now, as you return to routine, how are you feeling about the things that you feel you have to do? Now, some of those things, some of those routines might feel like they're aligned to you, uh, and some things might feel a little bit out of alignment. Now, I mentioned earlier, I call this or refer to this as an easy yes or a heavy no, meaning when you think about returning to routine, when something does feel aligned to you or something that just kind of fits in with your lifestyle or something that you look forward to, it's an easy yes. There's probably very little thought that needs to go into it. You're looking forward to it. It's just something you want to do. But when you think about returning to routine and there's things that, you know, you maybe took a break from over the summer, but normally you'd pick back up on those things in the fall or in September when the kids go back to school and you think about returning to that routine 
and it just doesn't really sound like something you want to do anymore. And maybe you have to think about it. Maybe you have to process it. Maybe you come up with excuses as to why you don't really want to do that thing. To me, that's what I call a heavy no, because it doesn't just come very naturally. It doesn't come from a place of excitedness or a place of looking forward to it. It comes from that kind of part of your body that just kind of fights it. Sometimes our bodies and our minds are just on two different pages. So that's what I mean when I talk about that easy yes or that heavy no. The easy yes just comes really nicely and easily. It flows right out, right? Yes, I want to do that thing. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, I'm excited to get back to it. The heavy no is something that's a bit different. We kind of fight it. We got to think about it. We have to kind of mm, toss and turn and just kind of, do we really want to do it? Now, the reason I bring that up is because you might have some routines that you're just going to naturally return to because it is that time where things, where we kind of uh, put our foot back on the gas pedal. You know, summer is usually a time where we slow down and we try to enjoy and we try to relax and we try to recharge and we try to do all the wonderful things that we only get to do in the summer. But as we shift back into our busier season, we kind of put our foot right back on the gas pedal. So this might be a sign for you if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking about that shift of returning to routine, maybe what you need for those kind of heavy no's that you know you have to do, maybe it's a modification. Maybe you need to modify parts of that routine so it fits better with what you're trying to do. Let me take you back to a time, which was only a couple of years ago, which which was with the pandemic, which was the world of COVID and quarantine life. Now, the pandemic forced a hard stop on everybody's life. We, A lot of us didn't see it coming, or maybe some of us did, but everything that you knew changed like overnight. And we all had to modify our routines and our lifestyles because we had no other choice. So if you were somebody who commuted to work, you might then all of a sudden be forced to grab your belongings out of the office, or maybe you didn't even have time to, but to set up shop at home and work from home remotely. And maybe you had to get really good with that whole virtual office. It just kind of forced you into that. It changed your routine. Yep. Uh, you know, maybe you were the type of family that your kids were really busy with activities, or maybe you went to a trivia night once a week with your friends, or you met your girlfriends for a happy hour once a week also. Well, all those things stopped because we couldn't get together because we were all in this shutdown quarantine life. So you might have found modifications to still keep up with the things you enjoyed, maybe those easy yeses because you liked them, um, but you had to find ways to modify what worked based on what you were given. So maybe your happy hours became virtual happy hours. Maybe instead of uh, you know the, the trivia nights, you had virtual trivia nights. And with your children, you probably had to get pretty creative here on what they could do to keep them social, to keep them um, relatively active and all the things. But you had to modify all your routines. Well, think about if you were somebody who used to go to the gym or work out. A lot of people started to pick up different activities, whether it was walking, hiking, they pulled their bikes out from storage, got tune-ups on their bikes, and people were getting creative because you couldn't go anywhere else. You couldn't do anything else. You know, you had to you had to work with what you had. Some people bought fitness equipment, they streamed classes, um, 
you know, and worked out in their basements or in their garage. Some people hired trainers that came from their gyms and worked out in their driveways with them. So again, just modifying your routine. Now, eventually, the world did open back up. So maybe you did stay as a remote worker, or maybe your office said, we want you back in the office. And now you had to commute back and forth to work like you were used to doing. Not only did you become a, you know, back to commuting uh, worker, but think about the gym opening back up or, um, you know, restaurants opening back up. And when the world started to open back up, our lives once again shifted. We returned to some kind of different routine. Now, you might have felt that even during that time when the world kind of forced you into something different and you modified your routine, when the world did open back up, some of those routines you might have thought, you know what? I actually like working out in my basement. I love that I don't have to commute to the gym. I love that I can roll out of bed, I can throw on whatever pair of clothes and they don't even have to match, and I can just work out on a spin bike or get on my treadmill or jump on the elliptical or take a class on a mat in my basement and then I I can just get ready for work or I can just be more efficient. But then the thought of going to the gym it just doesn't seem like it's going to be a good fit because you've modified your routine and you like what you now have. So when you think about returning to some routine, if there is a modification you can do to make it just better for you, or maybe it's just something you don't want to return to. And that's why I bring up that example of the pandemic and the quarantine life, because it really kind of forced us to look at what life we were living and what became a priority and what seemed to be important to us you know, and how we spent our time and and the things that brought us joy. So as you return and as you shift into this new season, as you kind of move from hopefully what was a relaxing summer for you to probably a busier September, busier fall season that's ahead, and those routines, some of them are going to come back. Do you need to make any modifications or do some of these routines just not need to return? And I think that that's something that's a, a little check-in with ourselves to uh, to determine what really should should stay and what should go. Now, part of this uh, is delegating duties. All these topics are kind of weaved together in this episode. Let's talk about delegating duties. Now, thinking about returning to routine, you might need a little bit of help around the house from your family, from your partners, from your roommates. And let's talk about delegating duties. Now, what that means is basically asking somebody else to take on a job that maybe normally you would do because they're capable and able to do it or maybe willing to do it. So I sometimes compare the parallels of what we're taught in the business world to how we live our lives. And I find a lot of similarities. So to take that a step further, I want you to think about your network. I don't mean your professional network. I mean your personal network. So as you hear that, who is in your personal network? Now, chances are the people in your personal network are the friends that you probably call the most or the favorites in your phone. Think about who you text the most. Think about which grandparents might live closer and are always willing to help out or which coworkers are always willing to help you in a pinch. Uh, Maybe which mom friends you talk to the most and have a similar schedule to yours. So those are the people within your personal network. And chances are that as you try to delegate different duties out to your network, these are going to be the people that are going to help you the most. So the people in your personal network, like I said, are the ones that are going to help you the most. 
So when we talk about delegating, it is our network who's going to help us, but these are the people that are going to support you through this busy season. So as you shift back into these routines, if your kids were, um, you know, maybe enjoying the summer, but now they're going to start all the fall sports, are there any other moms who have a similar schedule to yours that can help you? Is there, is your partner, you know, work schedule wise, how can you guys balance what you have so that your partner's helping maybe a little bit more or taking a little bit more off your plate? I think, you know, even going as far as with your kids' activities, you know, can you and other moms take turns when it comes to driving? You know, one week you pick up their child and take them to practice with yours, but then the next week it's their turn. Uh, Can your partner help with dinners like cooking or getting takeout food? Um, Can your roommate be on trash duty this time? Also going as far as looking at your children and are they at an age where they're old enough to take on a few responsibilities of their own? And again, this takes things off your plate. So that could be maybe they start to do their own laundry or maybe they can make their own school lunches the night before. Just things that, again, need to be done, but they're taken off your plate and somebody else is responsible for them. That's really what delegating duties is all about. Now, the whole idea here is that it's helping you be less stressed as you return to routine. It's using your personal network to help support you in a busy time. So don't let your need for control be the reason for your stress. The reason I say that is because a lot of us do things a certain way. And we like things done a certain way. And we don't always appreciate the way that other people do things. But don't let that need for control be what might cause you stress. The whole idea is to let that thing get done. It might not get done the way exactly the way you like it, or to your preference, but it will get done. And you know what that means? It's one less thing on your plate as you shift or return to routine and you get back into that busy season. Also, just remember, it's okay to delegate and it's okay to ask for help. It's also okay that everybody chips in and it shouldn't all be on you because maybe that's the way it's always been or because you do something better or faster. It doesn't mean that it should be on your plate. So just keep that in mind. So we're going to talk a little bit about built-in breaks, which I did say was probably my favorite part of this episode. I mentioned earlier in this episode that I had an unplanned but very necessary four-day Airbnb that was a built-in break. And I also mentioned that these built-in breaks have become part of my self-care. And Summer has reminded me of this, that breaks are important, but built-in breaks are essential. Now, my July staycation, I mentioned this earlier that I would talk about it a little bit more thoroughly. It was everything that I wanted. It was relaxing, recharging. I took my time every morning on my break. I made my iced coffee because you guys know I love that. I had my vitamins. I had a late breakfast. I would go to the park for hour-long walks. I purged a bunch of closets. My pantry, oh my gosh, my pantry looks amazing my makeup. I went through a bunch of makeup and I just took the different spaces throughout my house and I decided to purge and organize. And we all know if you're listening to this, if you have spent the time to clean an office or a closet, it can take some time. But after you feel so much better, you just feel this sense of like light and just, I don't know, it's just such a good feeling. Now, I also saw friends during that staycation. I went to dinner, I slept in, but I didn't do anything that was epic or crazy. 
I didn't do anything that was really social media worthy, but it was everything at the same time. Yeah. Like that staycation, I felt amazing. It was everything that I wanted. I loved not being on a clock. I loved not looking at a clock and saying, oh, I have to go do this. I have to be here. I have to go do this thing. Nope. That's That was exactly what I didn't want. I enjoyed every single day and I did what I wanted when I wanted and it was amazing. So again, a built-in break. Now, that uh, that Airbnb stay that I had, and no, this episode is not sponsored by them, um, but I do stay at a lot of Airbnbs, but that four-day Airbnb came at a perfect time too because it was right after that sixth family visit that I had in July. As I mentioned, July was about you know all the busyness and August was trying to enjoy it. I was just trying to balance July but enjoy August. So at that point, I was really just craving some quiet and sunshine. I needed a break. And that's exactly what that was. It was a break from my own regular routine, and it was just space for me to recharge. Now, I'm actually recording this episode while I'm on another built-in break. And this one is just a couple of days, but after a lot of work travel out of state, I spend a lot of long days at my desk and in my car. And with the summer coming to an end sooner than later, I knew that I needed just a couple more days to reset. Plus, with the busyness of all the back to school out there, I just wanted to take advantage to help the seasonal transition feel a little less crazy. Now, the other built-in break I had this summer was for the podcast. As you might already know, uh, I did take a little bit of a, of a break over the summer from the podcast, and there was only a couple of episodes that were released because I put the podcast on pause. Now, I used that time, as you know already, to record and to update editing software and to upgrade my recording equipment and do something that I call podcast planning and much more. So the break felt needed to just really enjoy the summer, although I do think it was a little bit longer than I would have liked. But that said, I did miss being on here, but I'm coming back feeling really recharged and just so excited to share all of season two with you. So hopefully you'll feel it was worth the wait. Now, staying on track here with these built-in breaks, I've built in another break at the end of September. And if you're asking why September and also, wow, she's got a lot of breaks built in. You'd be right. You would be right. But I purposely built in a break at the end of September because it's the end of that first month back to school when things are crazy. And I know with my own personal schedule, it's a busy time for my household. So as you're listening to this, I want you to think about how can you take these built-in breaks? What can you build in? Now, this is really kind of the meat and potatoes of this conversation. This, I think, is when I talk about self-care, and I just mentioned earlier about how this is probably my favorite part of this episode, I can't tell you enough how taking a break, not just taking a break, but building in a break is everything for your self-care, your sanity, all the things. So I'm going to help you walk through how you can also build in a break. Now, as the planner that I just know you are, you can probably look ahead at your calendar and already know which weeks or months will be the craziest for you or for your household. You already know that right now, listening to this episode. Now, if you're listening to this episode in September, again, you might already know which months ahead of you or which weeks are going to be the craziest. So how can you build in a break to recharge? Looking ahead, it's planning ahead. Can your partner do after school activities? Can you get an afternoon free? Can another mom take your child after school for a day? 
Now, this is also kind of that delegating duties that we already talked about too. This is your personal network coming into play here. Now, thinking about that built-in break, now that we're in the uh, later half of, of 2023, do you have time left to take off from your job? Do you have sick time or PTO, paid time off? Do you have a few days, some hours left in your bank to take off? Can you take a day and maybe put it around a weekend to have a three-day weekend for yourself? Maybe you just crave a quiet house and maybe you just want an afternoon shopping without your toddler. Maybe it's an evening with friends and a glass of wine or two. Maybe it's investing in noise-canceling headphones so that you can sit on your couch and read or maybe just scroll your socials without extra noise around you. Highly recommend, by the way. Definitely get yourself a pair of uh, noise-canceling headphones. Um, Sometimes it's really the scheduling. It's taking a day, a morning, an afternoon, a long weekend after you've had a busy week. It's your built-in break. So a break doesn't need to be a week long either. You might just need a couple of hours or a day just to fill your cup back up. But just like you would write a doctor's appointment or a haircut appointment, the soccer games, maybe even your husband's golf league days or dance practices on your family calendar, I want you to do the same with your own built-in break. You build it into your calendar. You schedule it. This is how you get this done. Now, yes, you do have to be proactive with this conversation with your household. So whether your partner, your roommate, with your family, uh, to let them know that this break is coming for you. Again, whether it's a few hours in the afternoon or it's an evening free, a day to yourself, or maybe just a couple days you need to go away with your friends, you need to schedule it. Let everybody know that it's there and plan for them to work around it. Again, the key is to doing this in advance, but as the planner that you are, plan this well in advance, start having this conversation. It might feel a little bit weird. Your family might even say, wow, is this coming from out of left field? It's just saying, hey, we're going to be busy. I'm going to need a break. I just need to know that there's kind of the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, right? You're going to get through this busy season and to know that you have a little bit of time to rest and recharge after all the craziness, after you've done all the things, after you've been traveling, after you've been doing the things with the kids, whatever you've got going on, after finals, after exams, to know that you have some time built in for yourself, now that is self-care. That is what I'm talking about. But again, it's all about delegating duties, your personal network, and really being proactive and building this into your schedule. Now, another part of this is to be strategic with your time. And being strategic with your time is how you optimize these built-in breaks. Now, for me, I mentioned earlier in this episode that I took a week in July. And I took a couple PTO days in August and a couple more days at the end of August. So balancing your PTO, your sick, or your vacation time around weekends is a really great way to kind of stretch your time out. And don't forget about utilizing half days too. Just a half day, like it might not seem like a lot, it's such a nice break for yourself. So just taking a half day here and there really helps break up the autopilot mode while giving you that built-in break that you really, really need. Now, if you can't take time off, then plan around your regular day. So again, this is when your personal network can come in and help you as well. Whether it's your husband, your wife, your roommate, the grandparents, a neighbor, your child's friend's parents, what break can you build into your day or around your schedule? 
Do you just need that evening to yourself? Do you need a day on the weekend to run errands by yourself? What kind of like what will be good for you? What will fill your cup? So do you want peace and quiet after work to decompress? So maybe you need the kids out of the house. Who can help you do that? Who in your personal network can help you make this happen? Who can you delegate to? How can you schedule that time in when you can't take the time off, if that's your situation? So again, really thinking about what's going to recharge your batteries in a couple of hours or even in an evening. So don't underestimate the power of a half day. Those are incredible. Now, I'll say it again. Breaks are important, but built-in breaks are essential. And taking a break is not selfish. It's self-care. So hopefully from this discussion, you can kind of see how all these topics are kind of weaved together from returning to routine and really deciding like what should stay and what should go, what's going to work for you. Um, And maybe again, your body is kind of giving you that heavy no of maybe there's a routine you shouldn't be returning to. Or gosh, yeah, I'm really excited for that thing. I'm so ready to get back to it. That's that easy yes. But also delegating, you know, finding the people within our personal network who can help us out and are always wanting to help us out. There are a lot of people who are willing to help us that sometimes we try to put so much on our own plate because we're great at doing that. We're planners and we get it done, but there's people around us who are willing to help. So delegating some of those duties onto their plates will make your plate seem a little bit lighter and it's going to make your life a little bit easier. And then lastly, of course, was just that built-in break. That is kind of the the cherry on top here. So we talked a lot in this episode, especially as a solo episode. I usually don't go over uh, a half an hour here, but it's we're back for season two. So we got to kick this off. We have a lot to talk about because it's been some time. So again, in this episode, we talked about what goes, what stays when it comes to returning to routine, that easy yes or that heavy no, and how we can delegate to our personal network and just really how to build in breaks to name a few. Uh, We are going to be talking more about built-in breaks in future episodes. Now, this episode really was all about September self-care. So set yourself up so that you run the month and the month doesn't run you. The same with the season. Don't let the season run you. You run the season. Now, as you shift into that new season and you return to your own routine, you might need a little bit more support. Now, if you're feeling anxious about the craziness that comes with a new month, a new season, or the new school year, I have a very special guest joining me next week to talk about stressing less. Now, if you already know that September is a busy month in your household, you are not going to want to miss next week's episode. Next week, I have Christina from Radical Stepmoms Podcast joining me to talk about taking the stress out of the school year. It's a really good one, and I can't wait to share it. Okay, my friends, that's it for this one. It feels so good to be back with you here on the podcast. Thank you for being here. And as always, I will talk to you in the next episode. Before you go, I need your help. If you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, scroll all the way down and give the Peace of Me podcast a positive rating and review. You can also support the podcast by subscribing to this show on Spotify, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you listen. To stay connected, follow the Peace of Me podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and at the website peaceofmepodcast.com. 